Ballistic Chronicles. Troy Rodakowski, my good friend, is on the line with us right now. Troy, who have you been writing for lately? What's, what stories have you been working on? I've done some game bird stories. I've done some blacktail stories, uh, Northwest Sportsman, Oregon Hunter, a little bit of uh, Western Shooting Journal and things like that, you know? Yeah, and then the um, that story about your cougar, you know, yes. that's that's my favorite story from your last season. Yeah. And what would you tell somebody who's going deer hunting this year? Make sure to buy a cougar tag and make sure to buy a cougar tag and make sure to have your bear tag too, because you don't know when a cougar is going to come up and try to eat you. Right, Troy? You don't know, man. If you're, if you're making deer sounds, you could have a cougar or a bear just wander right on in. So you better be ready. (laughs) Okay. Now you're sitting there. You, we've gone over this before on the podcast, but just for people who haven't heard it, you're sitting there and you've got your rifle across your knees and you're, you're making some deer sounds and this is late in the season. So the, um, you know, we're in the rut. Yes. Yes. And and what are you expecting to happen? I'm expecting to see a a deer because I've seen a a few deer, uh, you know, in the prior days, but I wasn't expecting a cougar to come when I had my muzzleloader laying across my lap. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now, what is the muzzleloader that you've got on your lap? What is that gun? So it's a night disc model, uh, mm-hmm. 50 caliber. Okay. Yeah. And um, it was my first year using that particular gun. So Because somebody else you knew didn't have a muzzleloader, so you were expected to loan them yours and then you had to buy a new one right yeah it's a long story i i loaned my muzzle loader out and so i was like well i guess that's a good enough excuse to go get a new one so okay so the, you're shooting and you've you've made it oregon legal yeah and so now uh what's the what's the load that you have in the gun i mean what's the powder that you use and what's the bullet so I was about uh, 115 grains of double F, and then the bullet was a 265 grain, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, and that was a Hornaday. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so, yeah, pretty heavy bullet, pretty good powder charge, and, uh, you know, we finally got it to group really well, and uh, so did you pretty- To get it to group, did you have to try different powder? Um, yes, measurements okay, and then you did you experiment with different bullets or did you just experiment with the powders? We tried about three different types of bullets and two different types of powder. Uh, and I actually switched caps because the muzzle loader shop inadvertently gave me the wrong caps and they weren't igniting the powder properly, so we had to go back to the good old German caps that uh worked really good with the double F. Uh, so that's crazy now were these were these like the number 11 caps or were they musket caps yeah they were the same ones they accidentally gave me musket caps and 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 i'm like these aren't working really well on the gun this isn't the right cap okay And, and so you know that's one thing when you're 
getting ready to go hunting in the in the fall and you're doing something new, it's going to be a process because you can't always trust what you're buying or if it's even the right thing. And you're going to have to work through some uh, kinks. And luckily, we had the experience that we were like, this isn't right. And so we yeah. we figured it out. Okay, so what if what if you're on the other end and you're that guy that says, I just want to borrow a muzzle loader because I may not ever hunt with a muzzle loader again. What what do you tell that guy? I tell him, you know what? That's great. I can tell you what you need to do with this particular muzzle loader and if you aren't familiar with the muzzle loader you're borrowing, you better take some time ahead of time to uh, get familiar with that muzzle loader and that load. And learn how to work it. Otherwise, because, because everybody who's coming to muzzle loading for the first time, they've never done this before. They haven't shot the guns. The closest they've come to it is watching Daniel Boone. Yes. Yeah. We, we, we went on an antelope hunt last year, and there was one gentleman that showed up that was hunting with us, and he brought his son's muzzle loader and all the gear, and he hadn't even fired it. He didn't know anything about it. <laughs> and and the funny thing is, is so we showed him how to load it, showed him how to fire it. And he ended up being the only one that shot an antelope on the trip. But, um, you know, um, he had never touched that, that gun before. Yeah. Okay. So now flash, flashing back to your cougar story. Now the cougar's approaching you and you yep. had a little trouble with the gun. Yes. And so you had to reset it. And then how close is the cougar now? So it went from 40 yards down to about 20 in, in a matter of about three seconds. And in that amount of time, I I had two misfires that the gun didn't go off. And the third time I decided I better re-rack the bolt. Maybe it's not seated or something and throw the safety back and forth. And the third time it went off. And and if it was, wouldn't have went off that time, I was going to have to go for my sidearm. So um, luckily it went off on the third time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or you might have had it on top of you. Yes. Okay, yes. so th- now you've you you shot the cougar. It it um did it run off or did it go down in its tracks? It went right down. I mean, the only the only thing I saw when the smoke cleared was the tail flicked one dime, and there was no other movement. And by the time I reloaded and walked over there, you know, which it wasn't far away at this point, I could see it the whole time. Yeah, there was no movement. There was no movement. A friend of mine was over in Eugene this weekend and he didn't have his rifle with him at the moment and he saw a cougar and he took a picture of it and sent it to me on my phone and it's just this adult cougar in the middle of a field just strolling across the field. There there are major issues, especially close to town and people that have livestock. I mean, it's amazing how many cats are out there? I, I don't I don't think people understand that these cats get used to going after livestock and they they, they hunt close to uh, populated areas, you know, and and um, the population of cats is is exponentially increasing. We can't harvest enough of them to keep the population in check. So there's an issue. There's a big issue. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now you know I've been on a bear hunt recently. Yes, you did. A nice one, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It showed up, that bear showed up on the third day, at, but I did have bears come in on the second day, and I didn't see them. One woofed at me from around the edge of a little pond, a beaver pond, mm-hmm. you know, so I heard him woof, and then 
shortly after that, another bear came in, and this one was probably only eight yards away from me in the brush where I couldn't see it, you know, when uh-huh. it approached. Uh-huh. And it, it, I can only imagine what it looked like because I only saw this or only heard this happen, but it, it must have come down with both of its front paws slapping the ground because it made this big slapping noise. Uh-huh. And I, that was right after I'd heard the one woof at me. And so then I asked our outfitter what he thought. And he says, well, bears will come in. And if they're suspicious and they think something else is there, they'll try to do that to make something else run off. I see. But it was, the wind was swirling that day. And I think it just knew I was in the stand and it didn't show itself. But this next day I was in a different stand and the bear came in about an hour and 50, hour and 10 minutes into my sit there. I, it was about 95 degrees that day. Wow. That's, that's really warm for bears. And that's so how far of a shot did you have to make Gary? Um, well, thanks for asking. He was four paces off the bottom of my tree. Wow. And I was, he was coming so quick and his head was up and it was like, I better shoot this thing now before he gets on my ladder. Yeah. <laughs> I bet, I bet, yeah, I bet your blood pressure was on the rise right then, huh? Oh man, it got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've always tried to, you know, shoot a mature bear and, so I'm looking, you know, the, at the body and everything. And then this thing is just right coming right at me. It didn't matter how big it was or how small it was. I was shot at. <laughs> yeah. 4570, as fast as I can run the lever. Oh, awesome. And what grain of bullet were you using? Um, three. I took three shots and it was a 400 grain hard cast. Oh, yeah. That's some lead right there. But you need you need that for penetration on bears, you know? I mean, and, yeah. And they all went through it. We didn't find any bullets in the skin and out process. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So now uh, we're coming up on blacktail season. Yes. And this like our favorite time of the year and you've got your plan and I've got my plan. And, but does somebody have a chance right now, if they've got a place that they are planning to hunt, is this a good time to get some seed in the ground and, and, um, get some deer coming onto the property by October, November? Yes. Right now's the time you got to get it in before this, you know, we're going to get a good rain here eventually. I mean, it's, it's Oregon. So it's, yeah. gonna, you know, it's the Northwest. It's going to happen. So get your seed and get it in the ground ASAP. If you want to have a nice food plot by October, November, December. Okay. And this stuff grows fast and it's tastes good. What's in this wildlife mix that we, um, are offering people so we've got some sweet annual ryegrass uh sweet clover white sweet clover and some brassicas that are all high in nutritional value and they all have really great uh protein and and and, uh, nutrients in the fresh sprouts and they do germinate very quickly and so this is what deer and elk are looking for but also turkeys yes oh yeah turkeys turkeys will hammer on it just as much as the deer and the elk. And especially when we start getting colder weather, they're going to come out and they're going to find that fresh browse. You know, it's just like the burns when after you have a burn and you get the fresh sprouts, that's what these animals love. They love the freshness, you know. 
and so, we're selling this in five pound bags and that's going to cover approximately one to one and a half acres. Is that right? Correct. And if somebody needs a larger bag or even a custom blend, they want some kind of a different brassica or different things in the blend, they can contact us and we can work up custom, custom sizes and custom blends. Okay. And they can buy direct at GaryLewisOutdoors.com and, or they can reach out to you at Bailey Seed Company. Yep. Bailey Seed, www.baileyseed.com. Yes. All right. Well, thanks, Troy. Um, I, I hope somebody is going to reach out to you and uh, get some of the seed in the ground this season and um, then reach out to us, reach out yep. to me in November and say, hey, I killed a really nice buck. You That's what we want some stories. You know, we've been working on this for a long time, but we want fresh stories and fresh pictures and people that are enjoying the product. Yeah. Okay. You can find it at GaryLewisOutdoors.com and it's the Frontier Wildlife Mix for deer, elk, turkey, and everything else. Hey guys, I want to tell you about Frontier Roast derived from 100% select grade Colombian coffee. It is the essential coffee. When the alarm goes off and it's still an hour and a half to dawn, it's the coffee for deer season and elk season and prairie dog shooting. And here's a secret great shooters know. They take a sip of coffee when they're going to the range with their buddy and they give their buddy two cups of coffee. Next time you're packing for a deer or an elk hunt, throw in a bag of Frontier Roast from Expedition Joe and Gary Lewis Outdoors. Frontier Roast is the choice of great outdoor moments. Get yours today from Expedition Joe and Gary Lewis Outdoors.com. Come. Um.